0: This podcast is brought to you by MonthlyChallenge.fit. It's like Weight Watchers better help and the biggest loser had a baby. Check it out, MonthlyChallenge.fit. Today on episode number 286 of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, we answer the question, who's a victim? Not me. Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, where we take a no-nonsense approach to weight loss. You know where you are now, and you know where you want to be. The new you begins today. Let's go. I just want to be thin.
1: I don't deny it. Thin. I want to try it. Thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to just the it. Thin. I'll tell you lies. Thin. I won't smaller size, Thin. But I realize. I guess I'll have to exercise.
0: Welcome back to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Jackson from the School of Podcasting.com. If you're new to the show, you got to remember this. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a trainer. I'm just a a person like you trying to lose some weight. And as I look at my my MyFitnessPal app, I am down 0.4 pounds since our last time. And you realize last time I was up a little bit. So I'm very happy about that. And one of the things I did since last week was, number one, I started getting more sleep. That's very important. And I just kind of put my fitness up on the front burner. I really paid attention to make sure I got at least 80 ounces of water in, and no more than 80 ounces, I should say. And the other thing I started doing was I dug out my heart rate monitor. And when I am on the treadmill now, I have found out that if I walk at about four miles an hour, for me, and again, since we're talking exercise, always consult with your doctor. But for me, that gets me up about 70% of my heart rate. And I know there are people that say you should operate at 80 and 90. For me right now, I don't want to kill myself. I'm doing 70. And at first, four felt, because normally I was doing three, which is just kind of a barely brisk walk. And so, Originally, four felt too fast, so I went up to five, and I was like, oh, holy cow, and then I went down to four, and it felt easier, and it's just, and every time I do this, when I've done this in the past, I lose weight. I was really stuck, and so I did that, and sure enough, I am down, which is great. That's uh, I'm very happy about that, and I'm uh, excited. I have, uh, I did... I know a lot of times I talk about technology and things like that, and I will say that I am retiring my total gym. I've had one for years. For many years, it sat in the basement, and I think that's the problem because our basement's kind of damp, and to make a long story short, A, it smells, and B, it's kind of rotten, for lack of a better phrase. And I liked it. I was actually using it fairly regularly regularly. But when I moved to my new apartment, that bad boy takes up a lot of room. And I know it's easy to fold t- together and slide under the bed. That's kind of a hassle. I know it's that's an excuse, but it's the truth. It's like, eh. So I have purchased, it's on the way from Amazon, Rip 60, which is kind of the poor man's TRX. And what I like about this is I can basically, uh, it's one of those things where you put it in your door and then you do a bunch of body weight exercises. And where the the... Um, the TRX is like over $100. This was, I think, a little over 70 And you get like eight DVDs plus all the door-hanging stuff and the bands and things like that because yeah, I need to do a little weightlifting. And um, I know there's all sorts of things you can do with your body weight. For whatever reason, I like to use some sort of equipment, so I'll be talking about that in the future. And if you're interested in it, check out uh, LogicalLoss.com slash um rip six zero and that you can see exactly what the heck I'm talking about. But I want to play for you some clips today. We're going to kind of get into the mindset because a lot of times that is the problem. Yeah, in some cases it's our knees and we're tired, but a lot of times the body follows the brain. And so you may or may not have ever heard of Dave Ramsey. Dave Ramsey is this, uh, he's a financial wizard guy and he's from uh, Kentucky. And he's always talking about getting out of debt and things like that. And I love Dave Ramsey. Um, If you've never read his book, Total Money Makeover, you need to check it out. But this is Dave and it's a bit of a rant. And apparently Dave has a GoPro on his dashboard and every now and then just records him going off. And so many times We get kind of in a boo-hoo, you know, nobody loves me, everybody hates me, I'm going to go eat worms kind of mood. And then we medicate that with food. And so let me just play you this clip. It's pretty cool and it really inspired me.
1: One of the things I hate about the political cycle when it comes up a presidential new year is you have people on all the news channels. You have people on the left and on the right. You have Republicans and you have Democrats telling you how they're going to fix your life. And the reason I hate that is, A, it's a lie. It's not true. B, it makes you think that you can sit around and wait on one of those morons to fix your life. There's nobody on the news channel that's going to fix your life. There's no government program that's going to fix your life. There's no Republican that if he gets elected is going to become Jesus. And there's no Democrat that if they get elected is going to be the the Jesus of your life and give you everything you ever wanted. It's an absolute lie. And it's been going on since man invented politics, I guess. But you know what? I don't care. I don't care where it came from. What I care is what it's doing to this nation and what it's doing to some of you out there that are watching. You are not a victim. You're not a victim of big corporations. You're not a victim of Wall Street. You're not a victim of capitalism. You're not a victim of wealth inequality. You're not a victim of racism. You're not a victim. Now, are all of those things real? And do they sometimes oppress you and me? You bet. had a big company step on my neck and kick my face in last week. Pissed me off, man. Just broke a contract. I mean, just and they just got away with it because they got such power that all I could do is sue this multi-million dollar company and I'm not gonna waste my millions of dollars doing that. It made me mad. I was oppressed by big company. But you know what? I'm not a victim. I'm not gonna adopt the thing. Well, you can't get ahead in America because that one big company kicked Dave Ramsey's face in. No. You get up off your butt. You're the hero of this story. You are not the victim in this story. And when people tell you they're a victim, that you're a victim and they have the solution, that makes them the hero. Do not let a politician, do not let a news anchor become the hero in your story. You are the hero in your story. You are in charge of your destiny. You are the one that gets up off your dadgum couch and decides to live your life. You're the one that gets sick and tired of being sick and tired and decides to get out of debt. Decides to change your body by going into an exercise program. Decides to read some nonfiction books this year. Decides to understand the Bible for the first time in your life. Decides to start attending church and becoming that kind of dad that you've always going to be. You're not a victim. You're not a victim of your parents and your upbringing, your dysfunctional family. Honey, we all came from dysfunctional families. Some families put the fun in dysfunctional. You got to decide. You're the hero. You're not the victim. You're in charge of your life. I'm not in charge of your life. But I will show you a way on the money piece, the leadership and business piece, the parenting and the marriage piece. Ramsey Solutions will show you a way where you get to live a better life, where you get to be the hero in the story. But I'm not gonna fix your life. And don't come up to me at some book signing and say, Dave Ramsey, you changed my life. Because I don't change anybody's life. I show you how to change your life.
0: So I love this clip on a couple of points. Number one, the fact that that is total accountability, right? We love to blame other people, other things for our problem. And it's like, no, you're not a victim. We've all, I mean, here's a hilarious thing about this though, because I understand the victim mentality. I understand the I'm on the outside looking in mentality. Now let's do a little exercise together. All right, you Ready? I want you to think of your favorite childhood memory. Now, I don't know about you, but I have to think about that a little bit for for me. I have a couple, and maybe that's some of the reason that we have a little problem there, is we have to figure out which one is our favorite. But for me, I actually come up for a little bit blank there. Now, let's go the opposite. What's one of your worst childhood memories? Or something that hurt you? And I don't know about, for me at least, that came up, a couple times. I mean I, I came up with numerous ones and I didn't have to hesitate. So, I'm going to share a couple of these, all right? Um not to I'm not again looking for a pity party here, but just to, to show you these things that that they form you to a certain extent and you have to realize we are not our past. So in the first grade, the guy I was sitting next to I had a birthday party. So I'm all of 6 years old and I'm sitting next to Mark And it turns out that Mark is having a birthday party that I find out about. And I'm not invited. And I was like, what? Because I thought Mark was pretty cool. I thought he liked me. But I didn't get invited. And I told my mother this. And I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing, but she called Mark's mom and got me into the party. And to this day, I do not know, because my mother's dead, if he forgot to invite me or he just didn't want me there, and she, you know, basically elbowed me in. Follow that in the second grade, and you know how you have to give a valentine to everybody? Well, I had a crush on this one girl, even in the second grade, and um, I got a valentine from everybody except her. And it's not that she wasn't giving out valentines. She, for whatever reason, skipped me, however that works. And so for like two years in a row, I was kind of like, Like I'm smelling under my armpits. I'm like, what's going on that, you know, uh, did I make somebody mad or something or what's going on? Am I not liked? I thought it was a nice little kid. Now, we don't know what happened here, but we know that there are those things in our lives that shape us. And really, for a big chunk of my life, I felt like I'm the guy. I'm not one of the cool kids and I'm on the outside looking in. And so, you know, we could go through, we've, we've all, like he said, we all have dysfunctional elements of our life. You know, my father was a long distance truck driver. And I remember I was at a uh, church picnic, and they had a three legged race, where all the kids got in a or something, and you, you tied to your dad, it might have been a potato sack, I don't know, there was some sort of race. And everybody did it with their dad. And my dad had already left because he had to go home and pack to leave. That's just the nature of the biz when you're a long-distance truck driver. And I just remember thinking, this sucks. You know, why Why am I not, you know, again, I'm on the outside looking in. So that's enough of that boo-hoo story. But here's my point. I have to think about those. I mean, those are right at the tip of my tongue. And I'm sure you have yours. Whatever it is that somebody hurt you, Somebody, whatever, something happened to you that that impacted you in a negative way. And it's time for us to stand up and accept the challenge of pushing forward. And here's the other thing. As a teacher, that's what my day job is. I teach people technology. I have seen students that will come in and they will get some sort of program where where their school is paid for. So they've overcome some hurdle. Maybe they're on some sort of government program where, you know, your old job went out of business. But you're in here to learn stuff. And I always find it interesting because there are some people that will not try. Maybe they didn't do good in school. Maybe they had a high school diploma. They never went to college. There's nothing wrong with that. But you've never taken post-high school education and maybe didn't try in high school. So your strategy is I'm not going to try. So that way, if I fail, I can look myself in the mirror and say, well, at least I didn't try. That's that's why I failed. I I didn't even try. You've given yourself... And out, and I'm here to tell you, as someone who has gotten an F in college once, uh, and again, you have to look in your in the mirror and go, mm, "Yeah, that's that's on me." But at least I tried. I just took the class over and paid attention and made extreme notes about when the tests were because I missed one. They wouldn't let me make it up, and so I don't think I got an F. I think I got a D. But anyway, you get the point. I got an F on the test. There are times then that we know we should lose some weight. We know we should try to be healthier, but we don't want to try because what if it doesn't work? Well, I'm here to tell you, the the less you do, the more that's going to work. You can be a very successful, unhealthy person by doing very little. But that's not what we want to be. We want to be healthy. We want to live to see our grandchildren. We want to live because you know what? Death sounds like a really boring thing and we want to feel better. We want to have more energy, things of that nature. And you know what? It's as someone who has had his share of failures, there is something to looking in the mirror and going, you know what? I failed, but I know I did everything I could. Now, what can I learn from that? And let me get back on that horse and try again. So um, a couple of weeks ago, that show, My Dice Better Than Yours, had a, a thing where they're one of the contestants. They had to do some sort of, you know, jumping jacks, blah, 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 blah. And then you do this and you do the bucket. And I think you have to put your left side in and your left side out. You uh, put your left side in and then you turn it all about. Something like that. And I hear that's what it's all about. But this guy goes, this is stupid. So he had the completely, in fact, he has a really bad attitude through the whole thing. When he loses a challenge, he throws things and punches things. I'm like, this guy needs some, some help. A little, a little anger management, probably not wasted on this guy. And so I want to play that clip for you because it talks about facing challenges.
1: Holy crap. Like, my first thought is, are you kidding me? I've never done a full body workout before. This, this is not happening. That ball could be a baby. That ball could be groceries. That ball could be $50,000. could be $50,000. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> I think this is absolutely <laughs> This is stupid. You think it's stupid? I do think it's stupid. It's not like I've been doing insanity for eight months, and I'm ready for a new challenge. Like, I'm literally three and a half weeks into a new fitness regimen. It's not stupid. You're the only person standing here right now with a negative attitude. Everyone else, yeah, they're nervous, they're scared, but they take the challenge and they say, "I'm going to do the best that I can do." They don't just throw it out. When you throw out a challenge, you throw out your results and you will never sustain your weight loss nor will you change your life.
0: So, I get the times when we think things are stupid. When I had my plateau here the last couple of weeks, I mean when I first started off I was losing two three pounds and then I was just losing nothing and you know but I'm doing the same thing I'm taking the same supplements I'm you know eating the same food and it just wasn't working anymore and they said no no trust this do this do that and it just didn't seem to make any sense and in the end, last Friday I broke through and I'm'm I'm real close again to going under two hundred pounds so I'm very excited about that but your attitude is one of the things that can break you, and it's hard. It's hard, but realize, again, it's when we look in that mirror, are we seeing that person from our childhood? Are we seeing that person? Are we are, When we look in the mirror, do we see just our mistakes? Because nobody else does. Nobody else does. And if they do, screw them. Because we are not defined by our mistakes. It's still today, there's still time to turn this thing around, and we have the courage to try. That guy said there, he says, when you throw out the challenge, you throw out the potential results, and you can't have the results without a challenge. And I was thinking about this, what have you ever done that you've ever not had to push or learn or have a couple think about when you rode a bike the first time you had to learn to ride a bike we all went over the handlebars a couple of times or we fell over and got our our knees um, uh, you know bruised and scratched up um, I'm a guitar player when you first start to learn to play the guitar it is painful your fingers have these little dents in them but once you push through that the results on the other side are worth it and so yeah. It kind of stinks that we've tried things in the past. And I mean, I'm a classic example. When I lost my weight the first time about uh, probably 15 years ago, maybe even more than that. You know, I just went to the gym twice a day and I ate a bunch of salads and I dropped 20 pounds like that. Well, fast forward 20 years, I need to lose some more weight. What do I do? I, I start going to the gym more. I eat a bunch of salad and nothing happened because that's life. Am I a victim? I'm a victim of age. That's just the way it is. And so many times when we get feedback, we think we're a failure, right? We, we, we're trying to do something. It doesn't work. We're like, oh, I'm such a loser. No, we've, we've received feedback that, Hey, that doesn't work. Okay. Well, you have to figure it out. That's, that's your, You have to figure it out. You have to either exercise more or eat less, one of the two. And there is a certain part where we try to just starve ourselves to death. Well, that's not going to work. But when you watch these shows and you see what people are eating, we're not asking people to do something that's impossible. We're, we're just asking people to give up the pizza and the soft drinks and the ice cream and just eating nonstop candy. And cheese and more cheese and then some pizza and then the cheese and then the ice cream. It's No, come on. We kind of know what to do. So keep your head in the game. You're not a victim. You're not. And I I realize there are extreme cases where you're like, no, no, I I was. I was victimized by somebody. Okay, I, I understand that too. But... Are you going to put that on your resume? Is that how you define yourself? Hi, I'm Dave Jackson, victim. No. No, that's not how we want to be known. That's not, you know, and one of the things we can do is is start, there's a, a financial book I was reading. And he said, the reason that rich people are rich is they pay themselves first. So they take some money and they put it aside that they can't spend and, and then they pay their bills and things like that. And I realize sometimes you're like, I don't have enough money to do that. But I think you might have that. But here's the thing. We need to pay ourselves first. So I've been exercising first. Then I go to my office. Not go to my office. And then when I get done, I will go exercise. Because a lot of times, I never make it to the treadmill. Pay yourself first. Do that first. If you can exercise in the morning, that's even better. I realize that's a tall order for some people. But pay yourself first. Put yourself first so that in the future, you can put other people first. So a little bit of a pep talk today, and uh, I do appreciate you listening. The other thing I really appreciate is I want to thank the people that went out to LogicalLoss.com, clicked on the Amazon banner. They picked up a Camp Chef cast iron Dutch oven stand, and somebody else picked up a 36-inch folding trampoline. How fun is that? Uh, that put about 5 bucks in our uh, pocket to pay for the media hosting and everything like that. So this is the stuff that really does, it doesn't cost you anything extra. If you go to LogicalLoss.com, click on the Amazon banner, you'll see them all over the place. Helps pay for our bandwidth. We need about 20 bucks a month to pay for the show. And it's just something, if you find any value in this show, please consider doing that or just go to logicalloss.com slash support and you can actually just donate. So thanks so much for tuning in. We'll see you again real soon with another episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. If you're listening to this on a website, please consider subscribing to us for free on iTunes by going to logicalloss.com forward slash iTunes. live more I just want to be
1: thin, I don't deny it, thin, I want to try it, thin, but I can't buy it, guess I'll have to, just d- die it, thin, will you thin, I'm on smaller thighs, thin, but I realize, I guess I'll have to exercise.